Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. There's been so much going on since the last time we talked. This weekend was marked by escalating violence over the George Floyd killing. The riots basically emerged everywhere and buildings are burned down. The National Guard has entered many cities. Atlanta was literally on fire, as you were telling me. I have to say, when I was looking at this stuff on Friday and I saw them try to gin up some aggression in L.A., it really fizzled out. I I feel strongly that this thing was absolutely astroturfed. I think we mentioned that the guys in the guy in black who started the fire, I had speculated on Friday. Why did they want us to see that? He didn't start the fire. He just broke the windows. Other people went and started the fire. Okay. So, but we saw that. We saw that. Conspiracy theories. That was not a hidden video that escaped the clutches of the censors. We were given that. And there are so a lot of things have come out of this. Conspiracy theories were meant to understand the cross. Two things have come out of that specific thing. One is that Trump's talking about how people have crossed state lines to engage in violence. And that's a federal crime, which justifies a federal response. He, they also are using these kind of hidden videos or stories or claims to say that it's Antifa or some other organized group. He is threatening to call Antifa a terrorist organization. I would caution people against embracing that because Missouri called Ron Paul supporters terrorists and San Francisco called the NRA terrorists. You got to watch it. Of course, they're always going to demonize an obvious demon, but they extend these these measures beyond that. So there's a lot going on. It seems to me a very orchestrated event. This is lockdown 2.0 and martial law that we anticipated, but ahead of schedule and way worse than I thought. Yeah, it was pretty bad over the weekend. It was definitely astroturfed. It was one of the most obviously astroturfed things that you've ever seen in your life. Every protest just about you hear stories from the mayors of the city about how the arrest were people that were all from out of town and how there were 20 cars driving around bringing teenagers and young people city to city to destroy it's like a targeted attack and it shows social media's power because these things were organized through twitter and through facebook largely that There were also counter arguments that the arrest records show that they're local. So that's a dialectic because Trump wants to use the cross border thing for federalizing. I think you are right. But I was looking I I didn't get a chance to look for it, but I was waiting for social media to be the thing that foments this so that it could be cracked down upon hand in hand with what Trump is doing with Twitter, the fairness doctrine on the right. It also goes with the lockdown scenario eventual one that they use protests anti-government protests to crack down on social media yeah i saw the linux riots being planned on twitter mid last week this stuff was all planned on i mean some of it was offline i'm sure but to get masses of people 
to mobilize to specific parts that many people that quickly, it was fueled and facilitated by social media. I even read a few articles that I found about how social media is used in that way. So while we're suspending Twitter accounts for comments and stuff, you know, Sam's account, Trump's getting his tweets flagged now, these platforms are being used to facilitate violence in real life, in real life violence. So are you saying that it looks to you, it looks astroturfy grassrootsy on Facebook or is it indivisible? Because I went to Indivisible's website and they're not saying to go out and protest. They're saying call your senator. So are you saying do you are you seeing just it look because I think people are really going out and doing I think that this that it is taking fire. I think real a lot of times I think, oh, they're all agents provocateur. They've really ignited the people to want to go out and do this probably because I disagree with that. Oh, you don't think any I think almost going to the protest everyone almost everyone was part of an astroturf group a resistance type group really yeah i think there were some natural protesters i'm not saying they're not but i think if you subtract all of these groups that were put in these specific locations i watched this footage all weekend i watched the cnn the clearly staged cnn one where they had the camera from inside of cnn and then you see the police officers lined up on the inside and then there's just mobs of people on the outside and the bizarre thing about it is every single person has a camera it's like a hundred cameras just filming everything and filming each other this was clearly staged and organized to me and put into this condensed space yes there were some natural ones out there but remove all those those astroturf protesters out of bed it fizzles out and we hardly even hear about it really wow because normally i'm on the other side of that from you that you're the one who says oh they've the people got triggered but then they're triggered and it spreads because there is that's what they're trying to do yeah yeah no i got you but a few people told me that they knew folks who were out there joining the uh the mayhem but that's just purely anecdotal and like you said it could just be a few but i thought of you because this is clearly propaganda of the deed yeah it is that's exactly that's what it is it is propaganda but it's just it's not just blasting at you from your screens well it is blasting at you from the screens but it looks and feels three-dimensional and it has if you just take a step back from it for a second and take out some of the stuff I want to get into about where it's going for policing and the agenda items that specifically the racial stuff and the police stuff have. If you take a step back, it's it's serving the exact same purpose as the COVID thing in the financial world. So I am still 100% convinced that the primary goal of the coronavirus pandemic, which I hate to use that word because the dumb documentary took it over, but that the that the pandemic was carried out, fostered, whatever, propagandized so that the the financial collapse that was a result of 2008's can kicking would not it would look like it wasn't the fault of the people whose fault it was. So they want more bailout. They want the 10 trillion dollars. They don't want to own that it was their bad policies. They're just maintaining the hierarchy for their friends, for themselves, a paradigm that really could just go away. And then I see, and that was what the pandemic was for. But then I see this and I was trying to puzzle through why they keep talking about brand names and target target said they're closing down almost 200 stores. And I thought, wow, they closed 
closed down the economy for COVID. And then they said, oh, the economy's busted. We've got to bail it out. Now Target is closing down its own stores because riots. And they're going to say, oh, our business was fine until riots. We need to bail out. And I think Target, somebody tweeted at me, Target is heavily indebted. And Target's the one who took a stand against, you know, I think, North Carolina uh, in favor of the transgender bathrooms and i just remember thinking are target shoppers do you want to alienate some of your shoppers and not why take that political stand why wade into that and this is why i hate stakeholder interests why i hate government bailouts because now target will is a political tool it was a political tool and it will be saved and the other guys the little guys the competitors not that there are too many left in that realm will not get the bailout but they get to blame the riots all over and this is why it had to spread to other countries because they need the bailouts too so this is this is phase two i think that the COVID thing was kind of losing steam and now they've got lockdown 2.0 it's even worse than the first one yeah and the COVID thing will come back too but yes it is it is completely just been forgotten yeah, about almost completely like we wall-to-wall coverage is nothing but COVID. then all of a sudden this happens and Nobody's talking about or condemning people for not social distancing anymore. Yes, you pointed that out. And I agree with you. The COVID thing is going to come back. Absolutely. They have their own agenda items. But I feel like this gave it the little boost it needed in the Western world and the Northern Hemisphere because it did move south as expected. But the the this is one thing that I just there's really no good explanation for it. If this was a grassroots thing. So I saw the little crappy one fizzle out on when I was looking into what was happening in LA, because there's only a few places in the beginning. And, and in, I, I, it was small and people were not distancing. They were not wearing masks. But I remember the footage of the jogger all alone on a beach and cops coming from, <laughs> from the land to get to this jogger to tackle him and drag him in because he wasn't wearing a mask. I mean, he, you couldn't even see anyone from the aerial view for uh, uh, many, 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 many feet. And they were literally nipping people in the bud for the tiny breath of fresh air they took. How could this thing have escalated to the point where it's fires everywhere and i just don't even believe in spontaneity anymore without actual deprivation because of how this lockdown went people should have been out on the streets but they were paid off that money's still coming i also think that this is a lesson to anyone who might stand in the way of the permanent ubi the permanent universal basic income i saw many people probably well-meaning say this is nothing compared to what will happen if we take those people 600 bucks a week away. So so now you have this threat. Yeah. You mentioned the overseas protests. That, to me, is just more evidence that this is provocateur because you have these groups, these resistance groups, and you have a branch set up in London. You send them to the U.S. Embassy. You have it set up wherever. You send it to the embassy. America is one of the least racist countries there is. So You think so? Yeah. And for all these other countries to be acting like they're just shocked and appalled, especially dictators, countries with dictators, I would say it's a bunch of BS. Yeah, I was reading the Tim... Oh, yeah, right. I was reading the Tim Cook letter. Did you see that? The Apple guy wrote a letter and he was talking about all the injustices and and how there's disparity in treatments and outcomes or however he phrased it. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, yes, there there is a systemic problem, but it is, I think it's 
it's these policies, it's affirmative action, it's crappy schools, public schools, it's the common core, it's pushing people through, it's not having any real standards, that they're, it's giving people preference because of their color on whether they're going to get a government job or a welfare check or whatever. So all the things that really keep people from, uh, from self-actualizing are targeted, but they're poli- targeted at minority communities, but their policies, the policies, I think, are having this bad effect. But I, I had to I had to just read one quote from the Tim Cook thing, if you wouldn't mind. It's one sentence. Yeah, go ahead. He says, to our colleagues in the black community, we see you, you matter, your lives matter, and you are valued here at Apple. So I just thought to myself, it I seems so what condescending to me. Yeah, and I wonder what. Yes, like it's a total, like the, it's a foreign emissary. <laughs> like he's trying yeah. to welcome in some person who doesn't speak English or whatever. So, but I was like, okay, so how 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 big is the how big a percentage of Apple employees are black? So I saw in Wired magazine. I never heard this even as being a controversy, but I just googled it. And 2019 Wired magazine wrote an article that said, uh, for all the blah blah blah. of their tech workforce is black and 13% of the general population is black. So uh, to our colleagues, you're valued here at Apple. I mean, he could put his money where his mouth is if that's how he thinks. If he thinks you have to think in collective terms, if he thinks you have to think in, in terms of groups of people by color, then let him then let him do it. Yeah, well, I wouldn't hold my breath for that. I want to go back to what you were saying about Target. I have some thoughts on that as well. That, to me, is a symbol, taking down Target. Now, they might be doing what you're saying as well, taking advantage of it. This whole thing, there's a provocateur at every single one of these. This was a made-for-camera, made-for-internet-and-TV riot nationwide. This was designed to be recorded and broadcast. I bet going out in the streets, it is not going to seem as crazy. It will probably seem crazy if things are on fire, but they were condensing people in areas where they could capture it on film, well lit at the CNN Center, which CNN, I'm sure, loved that. They acted like they were the... CNN loves playing the victim. They love playing the... And why would they attack CNN? People don't like CNN. Antifa hates CNN. Antifa also hates CNN. All of these groups on all sides just don't like CNN. But CNN knows that, and that benefits them because it causes people to watch them more, and it gets attention to them. The whole whole freaking protest was centered with a CNN sign right in the middle of it in Atlanta. But back, back to Target. Target... They kept focusing on Target and a couple of other big box stores and places like Phipps Plaza and Linux. And then you talk to the people who are doing it and they're making comments about who cares. They're part of the corporate capitalist. They're, we don't need them. It doesn't matter. Let's take them down. So that was symbolic of down with cap- capitalism, the proletariat tearing down capitalism and trying to start with revolution. This is a communist symbol, in my opinion, the, at least the way that it was broadcast and the commentary we got from the people who were involved. And that fits the Antifa narrative and the shutdown Antifa, like Trump was saying. And we'll continue talking about this right after this word from our sponsor. What's up, guys? With everything going on in the world right now, it couldn't be a better time to grow your own food. Or if you're like me, to learn how to grow your own food. Something that I've wanted to learn how to do for a long, long time because I want to learn how to live a more sustainable lifestyle. That's why I'm thrilled to have found Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia. One of the most welcoming, friendly, and truly helpful places that I have ever been to in my life. 
They offer affordable, high-quality garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feeds, chicken feeds, premium pet food, just about anything you can think of, and they got it. And they got it at affordable prices that the big box stores cannot compete with. And the best part about it is that they're locally owned by a fantastic group of folks who are happy to answer any growing or planting questions that you may have. It's the kind of personalized customer service that a beginner like me needs. I'm going to be honest with you. I love Neighbors Feed and Seed. I would hang out there all the time if I could. They would have to kick me out, which they wouldn't do because they're too welcoming and friendly to do it. It's that kind of place, and you can feel it as soon as you walk through the door. So if you are in the Smyrna area, go to Neighbors Feed and Seed. I promise you, you will thank me later. Maybe I'll see you there. In the meantime, you can check out their website at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. That's NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Or if you have any questions, give them a call at 678-653-8838. That's 678-653-8838. And make sure you tell them that the propaganda reports see you. And a quick reminder, the Neighbors is offering a special seed packet bundle for Propaganda Report listeners that's filled with non-GMO seeds, enough to start a small mini farm in your backyard. Each bundle comes with instructions, and you can get an extra 10% off if you use the coupon code PROPAGANDA when you put in your order. And Bill, Bill Loby from Neighbors, has asked me if I would give a shout-out to everyone who has ordered from them to say thank you, and that they are grateful to the community that they've been introduced to through the show, and to call or email them if you have any questions. He also wanted me to let y'all know that they are working hard to produce a variety of new inventory that will be on sale soon products that he hopes will empower people's sense of independence or freedom from the grid as i might put it he really just wants to let you guys know how appreciative he is for all the support he's gotten since we started talking about them on the show so thank you guys for that can i also give a shout out to the long-awaited documentary monopoly on violence i'm proud to say i was an early supporter of that it's Pete Quinones and company. It just, I was just watching it on YouTube. Highly recommend and maybe give them a support, shout out, share it. That would be cool. Our friend JJ Boogie did the score. So that's going to be awesome. So if you like our, our score, you'll like their score. Yeah, definitely. So go ahead. So what were you saying? What was I saying before? Uh, I was talking about Target. It's this this positioning of capitalism versus communism there's a theme kind of throughout that with antifa with i feel these big box stores being targeted and getting a focus of the media attention and the way the people that were writing were commenting on it and then we have china still trump is tweeting stuff about china making comments about china all the time it's really escalating they're mocking us about the way we're handling the protest there's a lot going on right now it's all provocateur there was bricks being sat near courthouses Across the country, I watched videos of that. I, oh, was it? Okay, because I yeah. couldn't verify it, and then other people were saying it wasn't, and there's was a lot of that back and forth, like, no, no. I watched some really videos fake. of it. Yeah, Maybe it's a construction yeah. scene. Maybe the person who was filming it, he says that he lives there, and he'd never seen that there before. No, no, yeah. If you saw it, I... What I saw a lot of... Online and off, a couple of things going on online. This was an interesting... This was like the new hybrid type of protesting rioting not saying they're the same in fact the protesters the genuine protesters who were coming out to make a statement about what happened with uh, george floyd they got drowned out they got drowned out they got screwed over these other people who got all the attention did the rioting did the terrible things tearing this country apart really if this continues but i just lost my freaking train of thought i had something too (laughs) 
protesters getting drowned out. Genuine protesters are right. Oh, online, are offline, riots. hybrid protests and, and riots. So we had people, you can come out online, you organize it online, we'll tell you where to go, we'll tell you what to do. Here's your sign, here's your bottle of too much information, but they're throwing bottles of stuff at people. I heard one reporter call it Gatorade, yellow Gatorade. It's not yellow Gatorade got in it, those bottles, okay? Yeah. And I saw people smacking windows and breaking them with what looked like tube socks with quarters. These were techniques that were all straight out of these simple sabotage manual and straight out of these violence manuals that Antifa and others have on their websites. But if you can't go in person and do it, then you can attack people who dissent online. And we saw an intolerance online and offline really like I've never seen before. We knew that people are intolerant when they're worked up in this you know, emotional state, but there was somebody that I know who created a post on Facebook, and he's actually taken it down now because of so much horrible things that people said to him in response, where he was commenting on the criminal complaint that was filed against Derek Chauvin, the police officer seen with his knee on George Floyd's neck in the video. Citing the preliminary findings by the medical examiner, the complaint says that the autopsy revealed no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. It went on to say that Floyd had under underlying health conditions, including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. And then it concluded by saying that the combined effects of Mr. Floyd being restrained by the police, his underlying health conditions and any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. Basically, a bunch of information that's going to muddy the waters, just like we talked about. That's going to set this thing up. People are demanding first degree murder charges. That standard will not be met. If they demand first degree murder charges and try to get it, it will fail. He will get off and there will be chaos. Did we see the body cam that Don Lemon said CNN was reviewing yet? I haven't seen any body cam. I don't think so. No, I don't think we've seen that. I think that's just Don Lemon gets access to that. So this guy I know, he goes on and he posts, he asked a few questions. What will the cops be responsible for if this happens? They said this, the medical examiner. So will they be held responsible? How does this change things? He simply questioned what will happen. The same questions, the legal questions that will be asked when this is argued and he got smeared as a racist. He got smeared as a horrible person. He got attacked by, there was over 100 comments on this thread, by dozens of people were going after him because he dared to question that this might not, they might not be fully responsible according to the court. And somebody- Why was he doing that? Why was he out there on Facebook making those comments, do you think? I think that he's a curious guy. He's- type of guy that asks questions but i mean you're soliciting other people i think that he probably genuinely wanted this is i don't think he was this is not a guy who was trying to in my experience i would because i have so much experience i would never do that like you without expecting to be completely freaking yeah i bombarded but he was just thought it was interesting because he was yes that's that's how i would characterize it i knew when i saw it that that the reaction was going to get i don't know that he knew that i don't think that he did yeah one of my other friends who is a liberal, who was a Bernie supporter, but who has always been open-minded and a great person to talk about politics with if you disagree with him because he's respectful. He's never been over the top. He's never been rude. And he listens to arguments and it affects him. So he, like, he's a great person. He's a type. He's kind of a prototype of what you want when you're discussing politics. And 
So everyone is attacking the original poster for asking these questions. And this other guy, the Bernie supporter, he leaves a comment defending the original poster. And he pointed out in his defense that the guy, the guy who originally made the post, was not defending the cops or anything like that, that he was just asking questions, legitimate questions that are going to be asked. That's a basic overview of what his first comment said. And then this digital mob turned their attention to him. They turned their attention to this guy. And mind you, this guy, who was a Bernie supporter, is a liberal, and was just simply asking questions, saying, hey, hey, back off this guy. He's not defending him. You guys are accusing him of being the worst person in the world. They turned their attention to him. He had given all of these people performance opportunities that they otherwise would have not had. Yet, in an instance, they mob mentality ganged up on him, said the same things that they're hearing repeated. why do you think that all the protests and stuff, that there's just nobody out there? If people are are there, it's just strictly cordoned off to the I don't think there's nobody out there. I think it's, I do think a lot of it's cordoned off. I think there are... Definitely people out there that believed in the protest. I think they mostly got drowned out. I don't think they are who we saw on the cameras. I think that what we saw on the cameras and the majority of the people were brought in. I think the other people, because it's a lot easier to get people to do something from home than it is to get them to come out unless you're paying them or giving them some other incentive. I think the majority of the people that were naturally pissed off or upset were repeating what they said at home and attacking people in this online digital. Right, but they weren't getting off the couch. That's what I think, yeah. Right, yeah. Some okay, of them, but right. not a lot of well, them. I've got a, a few kind of hits I want to get to. One is... I mean, this. I think this is the future, by the way. I think that this, if we're not careful, that we talk about social media. This is a weapon. This is social media as a weapon, not a tweet that Sam Tripoli put out or a tweet that Trump put out. Using social media to organize and then attacking people online and, I mean, attempting to ruin their reputation of good people, that is, that that's a weapon also. Yeah, I can, I I think that it's been clear for a while that they're they're moving the public square to the highly curated social media sphere. They insist that these are private platforms so that they do have the right to censor. And then with what with what Trump is doing, it makes it even clearer that government action is creating these mega oligopolies where they are actually now have a fiduciary duty to censor anything that they find to be offensive or whatever. They can use their own judgment. And it's now coming out what I was talking about last week, that the executive order will keep any startup from being able to emerge. I mean, this is a direct attack on Gab and BitChute. And what they're going to do is first they cordon you off so that you kind of vent this relief valve in the simulation, which is the virtual world. It's just the simulation. You're not going to get anywhere. It doesn't count because it's so-called private. And then they've actually eliminated the First Amendment. We can't go out unless that's what is really suspicious about these protests is that we're not allowed to protest the lockdown. A lot of people are dying because of the lockdown. Yeah. Real people, everybody crossed the board. Every And even they said people of color are even worse affected. They're certainly worse affected by the economic shutdown. And... uh the dependency that's going to arise from that too. So it's clearly a, I mean, the plan of, of what they've been wanting to use social media for. Yeah. All those people in that chain attacking him, by the way, were white people. None of them were black. It was just like when you see the videos of people, a, a white woman spray painting Black Lives Matter on the side of a Starbucks. There was a video of a black woman going up to her saying, don't do that. We didn't ask you to do that. Why did you do that? They're going to think that we did that. Please don't do that. And, 
she turned around and, and well, another black person told me, to, I saw a lot of that going on. White people doing things as though they're representing all black people and making but black people look bad. she said a black bad. person told her to do it? That's what she said, yes. Well, I don't, maybe there are agents provocateur out there. I'm I mean, sure there there's are a lot, a lot of, of agents provocateur. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot of conflicting narratives with proofs videos that are it's so obvious that's what's weird about it is how a stack of bricks well, narrative that's part and like, of it. yeah yeah it's just crazy i mean crazy. that's part of it. that's what i said last week i said why did they show us this guy with the black umbrella and why did they show us that that is not what they showed us after parkland they showed it to us for a reason there was, was another of video of him there was another video of that guy the day the guy who took it says he took it the day before that happened I can't verify that. That's what he says. But the video is of him and he's holding the umbrella in front of his face so people can't see his face while he's walking. But he's walking next to the guy in the pink shirt who looked like he was trying to stop him in the video that had the pizza box. So they were walking together. And if it's true that it was the day before. Dry run. Yeah. What are they doing? Like, what's going on in this situation? Filming it. Yeah, it's weird. Somebody from a distance, he said, oh, I noticed this when I was looking back at my footage. Here's the umbrella. It's all just a big psyop. It's crazy. It's a psyop within a psyop within a psyop. Yeah. I mean, it it literally is because it's got the whatever really happened with George Floyd, like your kind of ground zero psyop, that guy Chauvin, uh, his wife is Hmong. That's a, an Hmong. It's a it's an Asian kind of subculture, like the Basques to Spanish. The Hmong. Oh, where are they from? Are they from Vietnam? I can't remember. But there's pockets of these communities. So he's got a very ethnic wife, the Chauvin guy. He's had previous incidents, which I knew would come up. Like I just a time limited search showed me these articles, and as soon as I started tweeting, and people were like, oh yeah, look at this. So there's that whole on the ground side. We haven't seen the body cam footage yet. And then you have on top of that, you have the protests, the riots. You have people saying that it's uh so that so the riots themselves are like the next level of the psyop, and then on top of that is this idea that they're anarchists, they're antifa, they're not us, they're agents provocateur, they're misrepresenting what the protests are really about, and that's kind of the third psyop. And there there's probably more, but the reactions are significant, I think. And that one thing it seemed clear to me is they've been trying do you want to finish that and then i'll get to the stuff after you ready no I'm listening. You do, is that it yeah okay so i just didn't want to change subjects if if you wanted to comment on that because it really is like layer upon layer and i think each layer serves a purpose so the biggest thing though the anarchist antifa thing it can it on the one hand, obviously, it's going to distance Black Lives Matters from actual rioting so that they can preserve that entity that they work so hard to build up. But it gives Trump this excuse to go in because it's a terrorist organization. He's going to try to label it that. And they cross state lines. So that actually legally justifies federal action. And I said, I think they're going to want to nationalize, please, or, or start a Department of Education-like entity at the top called the Department of Law Enforcement, which, although it doesn't directly control them, it models them. But I have a, a, a lot of stuff that Obama said that kind of leads to that. I'll get to after the break. But... The, the National Security Advisor O'Brien said on Fox, we are not 
yet federalizing the National Guard. But we have a lot of military assets we can deploy if need be. But to say yet or at this time is a very pregnant thing to say. And uh, Congressman, it's so funny, like the counterpoint was from this Congressman Waltz, who's a real military guy, saying you have to have the National Guard be local. You, you have to have people who care about the community who can make that argument to the people that they're cracking down on, who have some accountability, who have the right to arrest, because if it's a national thing, then posse comitatus, I guess, is what he was talking about, don't have the right to arrest. And he said, but what they need to be doing is really cracking down. They really need to be cracking heads or whatever. So, and that's another thing that Trump is saying. He's saying, hey, man. I'll give you your chance to crack down. Just like he said, I'll give you your chance to open up the churches. I'll give you a chance to voluntarily comply with what I'm telling you to do. But if you don't do it, I am going to use my federal authority to come down on you. And I think what Obama's Obama's comments also kind of parallel what I saw in Trump's executive order about how they get the locals to do what they want at the top without running afoul of the Constitution to the extent they can't just flagrantly run afoul of it. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting that it's a similar way that Antifa works as well as Indivisible and other groups. They force local branches to lock in and to be accepted after a vetting process. And then they tell people it's just a loosely held together organization when it's not loosely held together. It's controlled and there's a vetting process. It is interesting with the Antifa stuff for a lot of reasons, but it folds in with China. They're the communist representative over there. They preach communism. China's communism goes hand in hand, banning Antifa. Maybe Antifa members here don't like China. I don't know. But the themes and the symbols of it are all pointing to this conflict with China that we keep hearing about. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every week afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we drop every day that we do a Drive Time News Blast, you can go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to you guys in the Patreon 15. 